The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Hello, welcome back to another episode of State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we have got uh, somebody on the show who has got exciting news because the world is shaking, isn't that right, Lee Evans? Yes, like like 10 minutes before you called, uh, we called in, the, my, I'm just sitting here at my desk and I'm in Pennsylvania and we don't get earthquakes very often. I think this is the first one I've ever felt. And I'm like, I'm wondering, why is my table rocking? That's really weird. <laughs> and I didn't even think anything more of it. And, of course, Kim Krausberg messages me on IM and says, did you feel the earthquake? Twitter's going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so Twitter, and I did a search column on my tweet deck for earthquake, and it is literally, it's just, it's, it's unbelievably it's exploding <laughs> at the moment, yeah. What I'm seeing is is both uh, a lot of tweets about the earthquake, about Gaddafi also. Oh, yeah. Libya. So that's the two big things on Twitter right now. Uh, what's interesting also, of course, is that right away I figured, okay, let's let's get this t- towards search or social or whatever. So uh, I didn't only just look on, um, uh, on Twitter, I also looked on Google. And um, you mentioned Detroit, so I typed in Earthquake Detroit. I don't know why I did that. Just figured that's probably somewhere near where you are. Um, And they also have news from about two minutes ago and some forum stuff, uh, but no social stuff if you click in the past hour results. Well, you know, they don't have that fire hose from Twitter anymore, so they're not going to be pulling in the Twitter stuff, but they might pull in, they might start seeing pulling in stuff from Facebook, maybe anything that's open on a page, but that's probably why you're not seeing that, the social stuff really quick anymore, because Google doesn't have, they still haven't worked out their agreement for that license from Twitter, so that they could pull that in. Yeah, I, I want to I wanna, uh, ask you about that too, or let, let's do it right away, because we're, good, we're just going to do a show to, to uh, talk about whatever comes, comes to mind, and this just comes to mind. Um, the the, the Google, Twitter, they stopped the firehose all of a sudden, like one day uh, after or a week after whatever Google Plus uh, started. Um, a lot of people said, well, that's Twitter pulling the plug because they hate the fact that Google uh, has launched Google Plus. Uh, others said, no, that's Google. They, they don't need Twitter anymore. What's your take on that? Um, actually, uh, Google doesn't want to pay Twitter anymore. They don't want to pay that licensing fee. That's what that's all about. Um, and so because they're not paying that licensing fee, they think that 
you know, Google thinks everything should be free to them <laughs> or somewhat <laughs> free. Um, and uh, so they're not paying that, that fee. So that's why they're not getting that, that in there. Now, it is, I think it's more coincidental that Google Plus launched, you know, shortly after. And it could have been they're trying to answer that they don't need the, the Twitter feed, but I think they most certainly do, especially when you see it in these cases and it's just going up. And, you know, I'm just on, I just pulled up CNN and CNN says magnitude 5.8 earthquake shakes Virginia and DC and New York. And, um, you know, you see this, you see people saying stuff uh, on Twitter, like one lady, uh, I just, I'm running the, the stream, you know, and she said, hey, people in central PA, what you're feeling is, uh, aftershocks from the earthquake centered in Virginia. So, uh, you know, that, that's something that is actually appealing to me because I'm pretty close to central Pennsylvania. So what I'm feeling is the aftershocks. Um, but, you know, er, Google doesn't have that Twitter feed right now. So like you said, you, you're not seeing it right away. You're not, and it's not in forums and message boards. So because, and I, and it wouldn't really be, it might be shared in Google circles right now, but they're not even pulling that up really fast. I don't think well, people I think. Well, I tried that. I tried that too. They don't have a real Google search on 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 uh, yeah. Google Plus. Uh, it, it's mostly um, just just people chatting, of course. Uh, but um, if you want to search anything on, on Google Plus, you have to go to uh, Sparks. Um, but there are some tools out there which uh, search through Google Plus. There are some search engines who, who make use of the uh, Google site search. Uh, and there's also a mobile app which searches on Google Plus. But the things I find there is, is, is from July 20th, uh, December 22nd uh, in 2010. So that's not present at all. Um, it is, though, if you have... American friends on Google Plus, then you immediately see uh, talks about the earthquake. I see. Yeah, the only thing I'm seeing right now, and because you're you've got you're you're in Denmark, so you're getting the Denmark version. Um, That's Michael. I'm in Holland. Hmm? <laughs> That's Mekel, who's in Denmark. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm in <laughs> <laughs> See, I was on strike point yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have to explain that. I thought <laughs> Lee was on strike point yesterday with Mekel. If you haven't listened that back, please do, because it was a fun show. <laughs> but that's um, why she said I was from Denmark. So, and I uh, have the U.S. version, and the only thing that's coming up right now is a Washington Post blog. And it's a blogger in Was- on the Washington Post that put it up four minutes ago that there's reports coming in that an earthquake just hit Washington, New York, Philadelphia, Boston, and Cleveland. They'll have more soon. So, you know, it's it, I think not having that, that uh, Twitter feed sometimes can really hurt Google at this point in time. Yeah, definitely, because they, they, they're missing out on all the, 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 the really new social updates because I, I still don't see anything from... Uh, uh, from Facebook, either coming up there. Let's let's try Bing. Uh, have you tried Bing already? Well, you know, I didn't go to Bing, um, and but I'll go there right now. Now they still have, they still have the the fire hose from. Uh, so where is where is the earthquake located? Um, you could probably put in New York or Washington D.C. And you know what? It's actually coming up under Bing. It's my second. It's my second. Uh, option in their instance small earthquake shakes dc that's web let's see if we get more here yeah they don't have a real 
I'm not seeing that because I'm not from the yeah. US. So with, our, with us, we're having different results from Bing. Something we discussed on a previous show with Cedric Shambas from, from Bing last week, actually. Um, so th that's a big difference. If, if like uh, we were just chatting before the show, and I was just saying I'm I'm living in the wrong country, because uh, because there's there's no the, the weather here is always kind of weird, raining and 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 not a lot of sun, and um, but also if you look at this kind of stuff, we just miss out on on what Bing does, for example, in 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 the US, we miss out on all sorts of uh, cool stuff from Google. Uh, People roll out stuff in the US and then go to the UK and the rest of the world just has to wait and see uh, what, what happens. Well, there's a Bing social. Um, let's see what it says there. Uh, Bing.com slash social. And um, there's no results for Earthquake New York searching from where I am on Bing social. So maybe for you it's different. Ah, yeah. If you type in Earthquake New York City, now I'm getting some stuff uh, from Twitter. Yeah, I'm, de I'm definitely getting stuff from, from uh, that. And I think if you type in just Earthquake, I'm going to bet you, yeah, there's a lot more coming through. If you just type in Earthquake, you're starting to see everything from uh, Washington, Virginia, Washington, North Carolina felt it. Ah, uh, yes, got so it. Bing's, Bing's so got, Bing's got this. That still have that fire hose from from Twitter, so it's under their social part. But it took a while for the, for the uh, results to show up. Actually, that's weird. So, and I did just the first one was just New York City, and and this time I just did earthquake, and everyone's talking about what just happened now. Yeah. So, um, can we conclude anything from this, uh, except for the fact that we um, are seeing different results in Europe from the U.S.? <laughs> I, I think which the, the conclusion is, if you want to see, um, other than, you know, if you want to see it through Twitter, go out and do a Twitter search. But you can, if you want to see it socially all over, your better bet at this point is probably Bing, honestly, because they have um, Twitter and Facebook, you know, both listed here, and Google doesn't have so if you want to see them both together instead of going out to each one separately, you're probably better off going with Bing. Yeah. At least you're in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I usually use a proxy to try out stuff in the, in the U.S., but I can't do that now because then we would be uh, off the air. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I won't do that. Um, but I, I can imagine that uh, in this case, Bing wins from Google. This is going to be something which Google has to work on. Because this is not good. Yeah, and well, they, as far as I know, the negotiations are, uh, you know, the last I read, negotiations are still going on. But um, I, obviously they haven't heard any, you know, nobody's made any anything. But, I mean, and any moves or any deals. But, I mean, this, this, in this very instance, I mean, this is a very clear instance where Google's literally losing on this because they're not serving up the searches to the per yeah. person. And, you know, if they're not going to serve up those types of searches, they're going to lose out because people will go where they can find it. Yeah, and they're losing on that core business search. And if, if Microsoft was smart, or they would turn around and start putting some ads out 
we need to search the real-time web. <laughs> We've got <Yeah>. Twitter. <laughs> I'm not sure if Stefan Weiss is listening, but Stefan, if you are, <laughs> there's some work to do now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you better get on it. <laughs> um, I think I, so, I, I smell a blog post for Lebec Integrated Marketing coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should. It's interesting, interesting stuff, um, which also kind of gets us to the next question. Where on earth is... Where on earth, a nice word, spas with earthquake and stuff. Um, is is the search in, in Google Plus? I'll tell you what. I don't. I, I don't really play in Google Plus because I find it very annoying. Because all I find is SEO spamming me. <laughs> 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 so I played with it a little bit, and I didn't find it very user friendly either. Um, at the end of the day, but I mean, you, we can always go and take a quick look. You know, and there I'm. I, and if you can't see it readily, well, then how the heck are you gonna? You know, how the heck are you gonna do it? You know, get to it and search. Um, I just get fine people. You know, I don't see search. There is search no search. articles. It's it's not there. The only thing you've got is Sparks, but that's a search on content on the web. It's not a search for specific uh, uh, Google Plus items or, or Google Plus posts. So that doesn't work. The thing is that um, you're totally correct if you're saying uh, I only see uh, SEO spamming. Um, I don't know if they're all spamming, but uh, <laughs> there has been some research done which uh, indicates that on uh, Google Plus, most users are uh, men. I think 70% of, of, of users is, is men. Um, and most of them are either engineers, developers, students, or software engineers. Yeah. Uh, so, um, or people in the, in, in the online industry. So it's not really hit the big um, world, the big outside world yet. Uh, there are a lot of people on there which is growing. They already says, say they have like, I don't know, a couple of million 10 million or something users? Yeah, and you know, I think it was a big craze uh, because the initially the invites got shut off, so every, and it made news, and that was just like Google Wave and, and Google Voice. They did the same thing for that, and then they opened it up and let everybody have it. Mm. But I have, you know, friends that signed up for it, and they're not using it. They're using Facebook because it's, it's so much more intuitive and easy to use at and there's more of a value proposition for them there. Yeah, I must say that I, I do own a search blog, uh, which, um, uh, of course, is a lot about search and social stuff. And um, the big, second biggest referrer at the moment is Google+. Plus. Well, okay. I think it would be for your blog because you're marketing to the people who are using Google+, Plus right now. Mm-hmm. But if if I was Pringles chips or you know Dove chocolate, you know I want to I want to market to a more uh, a more maybe more woman or kid oriented or student oriented type of of audience, and they're not quite out here on on Google Plus. You're probably going to find them more on Facebook or even Twitter. So that's where you probably would want to focus. Yeah, this is actually one of the one of the initial rules I always tell people, and I think it's one of the initial rules in your book too. Uh, Lee wrote a book on social media uh, that you have to go where your users are, so so figure out where where they are and then target them there. Don't think they'll they'll come to you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, 
but I do right now see a a post it's from Bill Hartzer, and it's an actual real post <laughs> that says, did you feel the earthquake? And there's some people commenting it to it, but right now they're just, they're just other marketers, you know, online marketers that are, are commenting on it. <laughs> mm. Well, the good thing is from the thing, the thing I like is the circles part, which, which makes that I can, I can even put people who are not search related into a specific circle, go there and not see any search posts at all, uh, which kind of sometimes is kind of nice, actually. Well, Danny <laughs> actually just it just came up now on my on my Google uh, Google Plus. Danny just posted says Facebook. Speaking of circles, uh, new Facebook sharing controls undermine Google Plus privacy advantage. So Google's is coming out with its own circles, Facebook circles out here so i guess it'll be rolling out soon uh yeah let's <laughs> try to get some more information on that i haven't seen that yet it just, um, it, i'm literally I, telling you boss i just <laughs> did hear it and it just posted up at two sixteen p.m eastern standard time and who so. posted that what was that who, who posted danny sullivan oh so it's on search engine land yeah i think I'm pretty sure that's where it is yep search engine land Probably on the front page now. Ah, okay. Um, Which also, um, uh, by the way, shows a post where Google begins verifying Google Plus accounts, which which kind of uh, is funny that Google originally said that they will they they would only use real names on Google Plus, like for example, you are Story Spinner on Twitter, so you couldn't mm-hmm. use Story Spinner on Google Plus, um, and now they're um, going to go and try to verify each and every account, and they've started with the uh, famous people already, and and probably you have to fill in a form and send a copy of your driving li- driver's license or anything like that, but that's still not gonna solve the problem for people who have the same name, I think. Yeah, and, and it, it also, you know, you have that, that issue where how do you take and segment your real life, you know, like your, your family life from your, your private life? And, yeah, the circles do kind of make it easy, easier to do that. But, I mean, you don't, it, it gets so convoluted. It's much easier to have two accounts. And when you're at work, you turn on that account. When you're not at work, you get back to your, your real life account. And that's what I find so many businesses do because they just, their employees just don't want to cross those lines. You know, they don't want their customers knowing they're going to soccer and picking up their kids at 6 o'clock. So, you know, they they have to make those lines. And these services don't really make that very easy to do. It kind of feels like there's there's like two... uh sides to that to uh, kind of people one one side of people who believes that they want to really separate work from uh, private stuff mm-hmm. and then the other part is people who just say well it's all integrated um and well i think where you see that is where the person is more their brand so like me i don't separate either you know eat, eat my accounts i i don't do that because it's all, what you get is all me. And I've done that from the beginning. But mm-hmm. people who are, you know, they're selling, I don't, you know, like they're selling toothbrushes or they're selling soccer balls or they're selling, <laughs> you know, some innocuous type of, of thing that they don't have to be the, the product. They don't want to take the work home with them when they, 
when they leave at 5 o'clock, they want to go and have their own life. So that's where you see the, the difference, I think, um, with the people who, who associate themselves more as a brand or as a spokesperson uh, or they make them their money from being themselves. They're the ones that are going to be the ones who combine everything. Yep. Totally agree. Um, we have to go to a break because we uh, also want to hear from our sponsors. So um, stay tight. Don't move uh, unless uh, the world starts shaking a lot more than it did, <laughs> did, did just before now. Uh, and we'll be right back after the break, which uh, Louis is going to take us to. So, Louis, take us to the commercials, please. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, welcome back to uh, the State of Search radio show on Webmaster Radio. Um, today with Lee Evans, our good friend Roy is uh, somewhere else at the moment. He couldn't make it, but um, we uh, gently, uh, we kindly asked uh, Lee to come in, in, onto the show, and she agreed on that. Um, and she did something else uh, last week, which was really nice, uh, and that was uh, covering some of SCS San Francisco for us on State of Search. She made videos of uh, her day. Uh, so she kind of made a wrap-up from, from what she felt the day was. And she did a couple of interviews with a couple of people there, uh, which is very nice and uh, were good videos. was very, very interesting stuff. Uh, and you really got me curiously with your last video about the Black Hat panel. Because <laughs> uh, you, usually was- the Black Hat panel is like, okay, it's nice, but not that much. But you were really enthusiastic about this one right yeah i mean i you know we've all well we've all been a few black hat white hat panels and generally 
a lot of times you can't hear what's going on or people don't step up and you're just talking in groups. But this time, um, I, I don't know what they changed to make it a little bit different, but Jonathan Allen was like, I would like to hear some black hat tips. And for every black hat tip you give me, um, and they sort of did this in, in London. It was very similar to London. Like New York's was kind of not really all that. It, it wasn't as good as this. But um, it was very similar to London this year where people were giving tips. But what made it better, I think, was, you know, three, three or four of the guys who are really known for in the past really exploiting Google with Black Hat Tactics got up and shared some pretty good tips. So Naylor got up, David Naylor got up uh, and gave one, and then Paul Madden got up and gave one, and then uh, uh, Oil Man Todd Friesen came up and gave one. Uh, as well, and then other other people started joining in, but it took a little while, and then some white hat people got up and started saying, oh, well, this isn't black hat, this is white hat, this is a tip that I know that works for me, and it was just a little bit more animated and more engaging. People were really talking back and forth, and of course, uh, there was some ribbing going on, and, and Oil Man got called Oil Can, which was, <laughs> which, which was kind of funny, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, did Dave and Paul get out of the country? Oh yeah, <laughs> at least no way. Um, I know David did. I think Paul's still vacationing somewhere, so he might be on the run. <laughs> yeah, well, the last time Paul was vacationing after SES San Francisco, I don't know if you heard the story, but he, I think he went to uh, some sort of clown hotel. Oh, that was before. That was that even was before. before. Okay. You want to hear? You want to hear a funny thing? I was watching, there's a show here in the States called Ghost Adventurers. I actually call them the drama queens of ghost hunting. But they were—they went to this town and they went into this hotel. And here are all those clowns. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the hotel that Paul stayed at. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be, this is, we're not going to tell the entire story. But um, people, if you run into Paul Madden on a conference, please do ask him about the clowns. And, and tell him Lee and Bass ask you to, uh, to tell him, uh, to, to ask him. Uh, ask you to, to ask about it and he'll tell you a great story about one of his trips he, he was on before SES before an SES San Francisco it's like um, the X-Files but then in real life yeah and, and right <laughs> next to the Con Hotel is a old time uh, graveyard <laughs> <laughs> it's it's completely weird <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, um, uh, how was SES San Francisco um, I think it's it had about attendees as last year, a huge increase or any. Was more of was more uh, other organizations participating because it was connected marketing week. It wasn't just SES. Mm -hmm. So OMS was there, Search Congress was there, uh, some email group that it's it's slipping my mind right now. What their name is? Uh, I believe the DMA was there, and I think the IAB was there as well. And each had their own, like, uh, they all had their own rooms with a, a set of tracks. And people were going in and out of all of these different different areas. So it was really neat to see the the play between, you know, how each one of these channels is working with, with online marketing So and search p particularly. So it was, it was really neat. And I was really shocked at how many... Uh, exhibitors there were at San Francisco this year. I think there was more this year than there was last year. 
Okay. Uh, and and you're saying it was the, it was the uh, online marketing week or connected marketing? It was marketing? called Connected Marketing Week. They did it last year, but they only had like two other like groups with them. The DMA was there last year, OMS was there last year, and somebody else, but I can't remember who it was. Um, but this year, it because they're calling it Connected Marketing Week, so you're connecting all these channels together. Mm. It was Search Congress, which is uh, the European, you know, the European, and that track was all in Spanish, which was really, really interesting. Uh, and then email, mobile, uh, direct marketing, and I believe the IAB, they were all, all there. They all had their own tracks on different days. Isn't, isn't that almost the only way to go for conferences these days? Because everything is connected. Yeah, and it, it makes sense if, um, you know, it really does make sense because a person can really now get a handle on all this stuff coming together. Yeah, indeed. And, and also... Um, the funny thing is I, I work with the DMA in Holland and I, so I get a lot of different channels, so to speak, too, and the email people and people from uh, search and people from uh, just data mining, which, which is a completely different kind of area. But they all are interested in what's going on on, on the other parts and how can we connect those things and how, for example, can we make email more social, which kind of makes sense because it's originally the first social kind of thing we ever did online, email each other, which is which is kind of social in, in, in a way. But um, I haven't seen a lot of social emails around yet, I must say, except for the buttons, uh, Twitter, tweet this and stuff like that. And um, I think it, it more, it pairs with social. Uh, it can help promote your social because what I see happening with a lot of fan pages is, People will say, hey, I got the email and I wanted to comment about something in the email or in the email catalog or whatever it is that they've made. They want to comment on it and they can't comment it on it back to the, the email because it goes to a no reply box, of course, uh, and, and they have no way to communicate back. So now they are going to the places where the companies are promoting, where they are engaging with, with their customers. So do you think it ever gets to the point where either email disappears or that you can actually comment in an email post which then everybody sees? I, like I don't email, think email gonna, with, that which would be updates. like an old use, you know, like a, an old user group, you know, that you used to get with with Yahoo. I don't think you're going to see the email commenting and I don't think email is going to go away. Uh I still think people what I hear a lot um especially with not so much teenagers because, you know, they're always texting and, and the millennials are texting. But what I see a lot with Generation Xers and, and above is they use email now to sort out through all the noise, the most important things they want to get, they're getting through their email because the spam filters have gotten pretty good, you know, and, and it can sort out the spam. But mm. now if they really want to pay attention to the blog posts on this blog or whenever uh, QVC has a special or some other, you know, uh, shopping network or shopping channel or, or, or site has a special, they want to be alerted to that. And getting alerted to it through uh, email is a bigger significant thing for them because they see it as it comes into their email box and they know they want that. So, 
that's why I think email is not readily going to go away in the next, you know, five years or anything like that. I, I recently uh, at a conference talked to somebody who, who makes email uh, applications. Um, he builds them, uh, or at least his company, he does. He just sells them, actually. Um, but he had a very interesting propose, proposal or, or something they, they were working on. He said he could, uh, and I can imagine that technically that's possible, that they could write an email, drop the email in your inbox, but then when something changes at that moment, they can change what's inside the email. So, for example, if you have, um, uh, for example, uh, uh, a newsletter for State of Search and we, we, we send out the newsletter and then all of a sudden there's an earthquake in the, in, in the US and, and, and we need to um, uh, somehow report on that because there's some sort of search-related stuff happening, um, then we can actually plant it in the email we just sent out, which actually... I, th I think it makes sense because you can also change the images and, and it links to images. So it, it, if you have images in an email, it'll usually the images link to a website. They, they pick it up from a website. So if you can I, do I that with that, images, that would you can be also very do it with text. The only thing I would think would be is if it gets pushed down during the day or to the next day, will the person miss out on on the mess, you know, on the original message that you changed to. So, um, you know, as the day goes on, do you send out another email or do you change it? That's, you know, what do you want to be top in their email box or can you really think uh, what you're pushing out is going to get noticed with the old headlines, you know? Mm -hmm. you Maybe you can make it unread, unread again? It, say so. that again? Maybe, maybe maybe they can push it like the way that it's an uh, uh, unread unread yeah. so that you still have to read it. I, I don't know. I, I, it kind of triggered me. I was like, this could he could be onto something because um, email gets old. Uh, but if you can make sure that people email is not old anymore, then people will come back to uh, their inbox and 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 click on on the email again. Yeah. That, that that could be very helpful. I see the potential. I, I really do. The question, my question, would only be that, you, you know, how how do you solve that problem of being pushed down in the email in in the email box? Hmm. True. Um, I just got noticed we have to go to uh, our second break and then uh, afterwards we'll have uh, plenty of time to uh, discuss a little bit more. Uh, so stick, stick with us and uh, we'll be right back after the commercials. So Louis, can you take us to commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. As you know, being an expert at f***... What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f*** performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. 
free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Example number 50 of Dialogue. You will never read in our chat room. Hey there, stud. Want to help me optimize my landing page? Uh... Actually, I was here to post my domain for sale. Goodbye. But wait. Make deals and make money with people like you without the spam. Hey, stud. The webmasterradio.fm chat room, live in real time every day. Click on the chat tab from our homepage. Webmasterradio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, welcome back to the final part of the State of Search show. It's August 23rd, and today we have uh, our good friend Lee Evans on the show, who's uh, uh, replacing Roy as the co-host, and she's really used to being a co-host. She uh, uh, she was on yes- yesterday with StrikePoint, and she used to do a lot of daily search casts uh, with uh, Danny Sullivan back in the days. Uh, that's one show I really miss, Lee. I... I miss it too. I mean, I I really loved uh, being able to to banter back and forth with with Danny. Not necessarily banter, but you know, just that that dialogue like we're having now. And that would be like two or three times a week. And you know, I could come back and I could you know we're looking at certain stuff. So I miss it. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people who were uh, listening to that back then still miss it, but uh, it's uh, it's in, it, it was, it's not coming back. But it's it's a lot of work to 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 actually do that. I think uh, to prepare every single uh, um, thing you have to talk about, and then uh, talk about it, and then write it down because you also did show notes, which is uh, uh, afterwards. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, um, it, it really. It, I, you know, I have to give him a lot of props for doing that, along with doing everything else he was doing and you know sometimes you just have to really focus again where your where your audience truly is i mean the, the podcast got a lot of downloads but more people were reading search engine land so it just made more sense to to move it over there yeah indeed really true uh so let's let's get back a little bit into uh what, what's going on uh, in the world of search and, and, and social um do you optimize for social when it comes to your site links uh, sorry, your meta descriptions. Uh, not really. I mean, meta, not the meta description. We just kind of we WordPress does so much for you, and our entire site runs on on WordPress. So, you know, we we do tweak a little, but it's we make sure more that all of our profiles are optimized for search, and uh, rather than you know optimizing the site so much for social, we look more for. Where, where again? Where are our audience? Where is our audience going to be, and what do they want? So, where do we need to optimize those things for? So, we might optimize our site more for um, our our audience might want uh, eBooks or you know uh, free PDF downloads and and things like that. So, you know, we we optimize the site itself, not just the meta description for those particular channels to include them. 
Okay. I, I kind of, um, I wrote a post on this today and that's why I, I, I bring it up. It's, it's was a realization of me, uh, this morning, actually, uh, I was looking through, uh, some changes that Google has made. I, I was looking to Google plus and I was looking to the new site links, which Google, uh, came out with last week. Uh, they now have 12 site links instead of the original, uh, eight, I think it was, uh, but the new site links, they have a description with it. So if your page doesn't have a description, then uh, there's something weird there. Like, for example, State of Search has got really rubbish site links for uh, some of the, uh, uh, the, the rubbish meta descriptions for some of the pages we have because we just didn't, didn't realize and we forgot and we're like, oh, whatever. Uh, and then now we get 12 site links and about, I think, 10 of them are like, useless text that says tweet insta paper button bloggers oh uh, boy yeah i'm <laughs> which, just looking which, here now which, too <laughs> yeah, which which is and not good so, go so I, I was like oh i should i should probably work on that and and get get it in there and as you said on wordpress it's really easy to actually do that because uh you can uh, uh for example take yoast's plugin wordpress plugin and you can just write down the uh, uh the, the meta description and and you can see how it looks in google and all stuff like that it's really easy you can do it with a post so, but but we're just too i don't know lazy to do it but then yeah. i kept thinking it, 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 well, it looks like it's we're, we're just a little bit lazy on this point but <laughs> yeah but that, that I was thinking, I, you know if, before if it didn't happens, matter uh, you know so much and now yeah these are going to have to get these are going to have to get, ours are going to have to get updated. <laughs> yeah, but I, that got me, got me thinking. It's like, okay, I, I went to Google Plus and I was sharing this post from State of Search. And what did I see? I didn't see a nice description. I saw um, 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 a, um, a title, which was okay. And then a description said State of Search, home search, tip us about bloggers. And then the names of all the bloggers. And then I could remove the description, but I couldn't put in another description except for my own description. Now, it's my blog, so if I share it, I'll probably remove the, the, the description I don't like and put in the right description. But if somebody else from who visits my blog shares it on Google+, or on Facebook, because Facebook does exactly the same thing, then it just says state of search, home search, tippers, blah, bloggers, blah, 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 all sorts, of, all sorts of rubbish. So it made me realize that even for social, I have to optimize every single page on my website. Because if people share it, I want to make it as easy as for them as possible. I want to make the text say what it's really about. So that if people share it on Facebook, it doesn't give a lot of crap back, but it really tells the potential readers what it's really about. Yeah, and that's why we make we, we really try and make sure, too, uh, that our our blog posts, you know, are really the first couple sentences need to be that, that potent and, and, and pull those people in because a lot of times that what I see happen is just as Facebook pulls in the first couple sentences of your blog post, uh, if there is no, no meta description, uh, and and that's that's what we see happening. So we are, you know one of our points is all right. Don't make the first uh, don't make the first thing the, the image with an alt tag because that's that alt tag sometimes is what Facebook will will put in. You know just you just learn that if you really want to uh, you know pro- proliferate it out into the Facebook world, you just gotta watch how you're doing it. 
Indeed, yes. So, so it, it kind of made me realize that search and social are connected a lot more than, than, than a lot of people think, because this is just some sort of SEO technique, which is kind of useful in social too. So, um, getting back to what we're talking about uh, before, well, actually in the first part of the show, uh, we're talking about Google Plus and, and, and how we can't search on it and how Lee is not using it because it doesn't feel right. Lee's a really big Facebook fan, I think. Um, (laughs) I'm a, I'm big in Twitter and Facebook because that tends to be a little bit more, but we also do a lot. We do stuff with SlideShare and script too. So it's, it really it depends on who I'm talking to. And I don't really see a lot of people that that would be potential customers of mine. The other place we talk to is, is LinkedIn and the groups and the questions and answers. Uh, and, and those make a lot more sense to us because um, that's where businesses are looking for information. And when I, the businesses that would hire us, you know, as, you know, I have to think of my business as a business. The, the people that would hire me are not on Google+. Plus. It, it is the marketers and the technology people that are trying to pimp their tools or trying to pimp their content and get some play with Google. That's why they're out there playing. But the people that I want to check for a business purpose aren't really out there, out there playing. No, in the true. Speaking of LinkedIn, what do you think of, of of people connecting their Twitter accounts to their LinkedIn profiles? I think it really depends on how how what number one how you're you're inter- interacting on Twitter. If your Twitter is just a push stream, um, then it might be a good thing, and you're only pushing out one or two articles a day, or you know three or four a week. Then you're not going to be annoying people. But if you are really a talker on Twitter and you're, you're constantly pushing out uh, your conversations back to, you know, back to LinkedIn, that can get really annoying to your audience and they'll tune you out. They won't, they won't listen to anything that you put out in that case on LinkedIn. So I think you need to be a little bit more selective with LinkedIn if you're, you're putting your Twitter, your tweets out there. Yeah, I've 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 seen people that I, I, I you get this weekly updates on LinkedIn, right? From updates from your network, um, and then you can you sometimes see updates from people, okay, sitting in the train going home. <laughs> I, what? Why is that on right. LinkedIn? Right, and updates? LinkedIn isn't that type of of community. LinkedIn is more about sharing your knowledge. So, it, like I said, if you're pushing out content that's worthy to your audience there, then that works. But if you're, you're constantly out there Twittering saying, oh, I'm going to the store to go shop or I'm going to do this or I'm about to do that, that doesn't matter too much to the LinkedIn audience. Not true. And uh, do, do you know if you can uh, mute people on, on LinkedIn, for example? So I, I don't want to hear his updates. I haven't found a way to mute people. <laughs> if I did, I would, I would do it right away. <laughs> I, I Actually, I, I, I unfollowed somebody on Twitter because he was just uh, tweeting too much stuff, uh, which was not interesting. Uh, so I figured, well, I don't want to have this guy in my in, in my timeline. Uh, but then I was connected to him on LinkedIn, and he connected his Twitter ca- account to LinkedIn. So I got all his updates there. And I was like, oh man, do I have to really unconnect him from LinkedIn? I don't know if you can even do that. You can you, know? you can uh, take remove someone as a connection on LinkedIn, 
But you okay. can't, like, mute them or not show them in your profile. At least I haven't found a way to do that yet. And if anybody knows how to do that, that would be really great <laughs> to tell me. Yeah, indeed. Because, yeah, that, that would really help a lot with the, uh, um, um, uh, well, well, the, the, well, all the, actually, all the noise I'm on, just looking on, now. on they, they Before, I couldn't find out. There's a hide on there now. There is a hide on there. So, like, I just moused over my stream. And if you say hide, um, hide Disa from your updates is Disa's the first one up on my my list here, and I'm not going to hide Disa because she puts out some good stuff. Um, but like you can hide certain people if that's all all they're doing. You know, the, you know it says, and when you click the hide, it says you will no longer receive updates from this person. So you can go and and hide your person who's annoying you. <laughs> ah, cool. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Which, well, it's, it's it's funny. It's I use LinkedIn and Twitter and and, and Facebook and uh, uh, Google Plus all in a different way. None of them are the same way I, I target them. It's it's uh, LinkedIn is like you say. It's much more business. Um, I feel that there's different kind of people on LinkedIn um, and uh, Twitter is much more like yeah. Well, just anything that comes to mind, mind just drop it there. Uh, and, while uh, Facebook totally is much right. more friends. I mean, they are all different types of communities, and you need to understand how they, they work. And it's, it's different types of, of actions in each of these communities. So, you know, YouTube is mostly viewing. It's entertainment. It's, but it's also, there are also creators out there who are putting that content out there. So, you know, you, you have two different types of, of people there, whereas in, you know, Facebook, you've got joiners, you've got creators, um, not so much creators, but creators. You've got commenters, which are considered critics. So you have a lot of different types of people there. Um, your review sites are social. So those are, are primarily a critic activity that, that are going on out there. So each one is different. So a dry cleaner would want to pay attention to, you know, Yelp and Foursquare and maybe maybe Facebook Places. But he wouldn't necessarily need a Twitter account, probably wouldn't necessarily need a LinkedIn account, but it depends on how you want to you know, position your business. If you want to be a dry cleaner to executives, well, then, yeah, maybe you do want to be out on LinkedIn. So um, uh, what do you think is giving the most traffic, most, re- most referrals to Facebook? Uh, what's getting the most referrals to Facebook or Giving. So, where does who's who's giving more referrals to Facebook? Oh. Uh, Google, Bing, Yahoo. Where where do you think uh, they come I, from? I don't. I shoot, That's a tough one. I think people just go to Facebook now, just on their but, own. I I really couldn't. There's a research out from Page Lever, which uh, looked who looked at thousand fan pages and looked at the referrals from Google, Bing, and Yahoo, and then found that. Uh, 28% of referrals come from Google and uh, 8% comes from YouTube and then after that it's Yahoo and Bing. But we, you have, it's, it's like this research is something to be really careful about because I think they only looked at um, that specific, uh, those specific three sources. So uh, I don't think it, it's connected to how many come from direct traffic, for example. But I yeah, still think I, that I there's really a lot of people coming through Google. A lot has to come Google. from that direct because people are are clicking from within other people's news streams. Yes, indeed. 
that's that was my thought first thought too um so so my guess was like okay this is much more um focused just on those and then okay compare how many between the four of them come from different um sources and then google is the biggest one with that's not surprising yeah and if you if you think of it it's in the same way it's in the same way that normal search is for almost any site that you're going to get more from google than than youtube generally you see a lot more from youtube um, but a lot of people don't. In your analytics, uh, a lot of analytics packages, when you're looking at the searches where they're coming from, they don't classify YouTube as a search. So you have to go in, and into your thing and look at the referrals, just as the referral sites to see where they're coming from, rather than looking at it, what search engines are bringing you the traffic. Yeah, true. Um, we've got about two minutes left, so read a quick question uh, before we have to uh, end this up. Is... Um, uh, I, I get a lot of people who are uh, not in the online industry, just, just regular consumers. Um, um, and, and when they know that I'm in the industry, they all start asking questions. But they're also more and more making comments that they don't trust reviews anymore. Um, because they say, well, that's all people who just fill it in themselves and, and, and owners of websites who do that. Uh, is that the same in, in the U.S. or is, is it just within my friends? I, I think it might be, I, I think it depends on, it, it depends on a personality, what personality type you're talking to, because there are people out there that just totally rely on these reviews. And I'm one of those people that will, if I'm going to a place booking a, a hotel, I'll look at the reviews and decide from the reviews um, in conjunction with price and and uh, dates open and things like that, if, if that's a place I want to stay that that's myself, but I see. I, I think with the explosive growth of of Yelp and uh, and Foursquare, because you, you, people put tips out there. I think it's still a pretty decent activity done in social media, and the trust is is there because people can add these reviews more and more. Uh, and we're in the U.S. I don't know how it is outside, but we're a very skeptical society here. We don't believe star, five, all five-star reviews. We believe in somebody's game in the system. <laughs> <laughs> if it's too much, too, too much five stars, then it's not true. <laughs> okay. Right. So, and uh, what is shown? I have. I forget where I read this article. Is like when Amazon shows you the number of five stars, the number of four stars, the number of three stars, number of two stars. Most people will click to read the four and three stars because they feel that those are more honest. Yeah. And they'll tell so, you, you know, they'll tell you. Uh, so if you are gaming them, don't put in all fives. But it's yeah, like the thing you did when, yeah. when you went to when you went to high school and you cheated on a test. You didn't. You made sure you didn't get an A. <laughs> Because that would that would be noticed. Okay, we're uh, at the end of the show. Uh, Lee, thanks for joining me on this show. It's been really, really nice. Well, thanks uh, for I, having I wanna, me. It was a lot of fun. I want to have you back soon, and I, I want to try to do a show one day where we can just uh, go ahead and optimize a fake uh, uh, company on on social media. Just talk about that. So, um, <laughs> thanks, Lee. <Okay. laughs> Find her uh, at Story Spinner on uh, Twitter and on LeeBeckham.com. And uh, you'll also find those links on State of Search tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. We'll be back next week, probably with Roy again uh, at 8 p.m. in Europe, which is 7 in the UK. And that's it. At 2 p.m. on the East Coast and 11 a.m. on the West Coast. Uh, be careful with all the uh, earthquakes there, Lee. And uh, yeah, have a good I night. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.